0: So, in the northern kingdom, Yehu had usurped the throne, destroyed the entire house of Ahav, and established his own dynasty. At Yehu's command, Ahaziah, king of Yehuda, the southern kingdom, was also killed during his visit to his uncle. Ahaziah's mother, Atalia, daughter of Izebel, so Atalia was the daughter of the king Ahav in the north, but she was the also. The queen of the south Subsequently takes over the throne In Yehuda by force As we will see Atalia, mother of ahaziah Saw that her son was dead And she rose and eliminated All the royal descendants Every member of the family Who was a sufficiently close relative To have claim to the throne Of the Davidic dynasty She became the ruler Yehosheva, daughter of King Yoram Sister of ahaziah But seemingly not Atalia's daughter took Yoash, son of Ahaziah, basically this woman's granddaughter. So let's, let's keep it clear. The mother of the previous king takes over. Somebody, it looks like her stepdaughter, goes and saves the baby grandson of this woman and the son of the previous king, takes Yoash, son of Ahaziah, who had survived and stole him away from the sons of the king who were put to death. She literally had killed all the children in the household. But Yehoshava discovered a small child, one of her nephews, who still required a nurse and had been overlooked by Atalia. She hid him and his nurse in the bedroom. And they hid him from Atalia and he was not put to death. Now, where did she hide him? she hid him in the house of Hashem. According to the commentaries, she hid him in the Holy of Holies. It was with her in the house of Hashem, hiding for six years. No one dreamed that a small child was living there. So no searches were carried out. And meanwhile, Atalia was reigning over the land during her, those six years, while her grandson was living in the Holy of Holies. In the seventh year, Yehoyada, the high priest, who was married to Yosheva who saved this kid, sent and took the commanders of the hundreds who were the commanders of the military unit, etc. And he brought them to the house of Hashem as he assumed that most of them were faithful to the house of David and his kingdom. He established a covenant with them with regard to the secret that he wished to disclose to them, administered an oath to them in the house of Hashem and he showed them the king's son. He literally comes and says, let me show you something you guys cannot believe the son of the previous king, Yoash now, he's seven years old, and he's with me. He commanded them and he said, this is the thing that you shall do. A third of you will be amongst those who come on Shabbat and with the military officers, the guards of the watch of the king's new palace. So in other words, a third of you will be amongst those who come here on Shabbat. Another third of you will be entering at the sur gate. So that it's not obvious that the entire army is coming in order to delay any recognition of rebellion on the queen's part. And another third will be at the gate behind the runners, where the king would enter the temple from his palace, and the guard would enter reform. You'll keep watch of this house diligently. The temple shall be watched with a guard at every location at all times. The latter two groups should include all those who are amongst the Kohanim and scheduled to be leaving on Shabbat, and they shall remain and keep the watch of the house of Hashem for the king. Basically, you're going to watch over this young little boy, Yoash. You shall surround the king around each man with his weapons in his hands. Anyone who does not belong to these groups, who comes into the ranks of the guards, will be killed. Be with the king in his going and comings, wherever he needs to go. You are the king's entourage, you must protect him. The commanders of the hundreds, in other words, these people, acted in accordance with everything that Yehoyada the priest commanded. Each man took his men, those arriving on the Shabbat and those departing on Shabbat, because there were various groups of koanim that would take rotations when they worked in the temple. And they came to Yehoyada the priest. The priest gave to the commanders of the hundreds the spear and the shields of King David that were in the house of Hashem. They were given these old weapons as a show of display that they were the legacy of the house of David. The runners stood as one unit, each man with his weapon in his hand, one next to the other, from the right side of the house to the left side of the house, by the altar and by the house around the king. The high priest brought out the son of the king. He placed, him upon, the cr- he placed upon him the crown and the Torah scroll. And they crowned him king in an official ceremony and they anointed him by the anointing oil. And everyone clapped and said, Yechi long live the king. Atalia, the queen, heard the sound of the uniformed the infantry marching and the sound of the cheering people, and she came to the people, to the house of Hashem. She looked, and behold, the young king was standing on the platform in the house of Hashem in accordance with the royal protocol, and the commanders and the trumpets were by the king and all the people of the land. The representatives of the people were rejoicing and sounding the trumpets. She grasped the meaning of the scene. She rent her garments, and she screamed, Kesher, Kesher! Conspiracy! Conspiracy! No one supported Atalia, as Yoyada had already brought down the, over the entire organized guard of the house to his side. Yoyada the priest, commanded the commanders of the hundreds of the officers of the army and said to them, take her with, to within the ranks, within the row of the guards, so that she cannot escape, and put anyone who comes after her to death with the sword. As Yoyada said, let her not be put to death in the house of Hashem. They could have killed her immediately, but did not want them to, he did not want them to do so within the confines of the temple. They made way for her, and she came by way of the entrance of, to, of the horses to the king's palace, and she was put to death there. Yoyada did not simply kill Atalya and return the kingdom to its rightful heir. Yoyada established a covenant between the Lord, the king, and the people as he sought to restore the Davidic dynasty to its intended role of enabling the nation to be the people of Hashem. And Yoseh established a covenant between the king and the people. All the people of the land entered the temple of the Baal and smashed it. The previous rulers of Yehudah had maintained close ties with the house of Ahab. Atalia herself was descended from worshippers of Baal. Her mother was Izebel, who was a non-Jewish Baal worshiper, and built a sanctuary for this idol. They thoroughly demolished its altar's images. They killed Matan, priest of the Baal, before the altars. The priest, Yada appointed officials over the house of Hashem. He took the leaders of the, of the soldiers, the Karites, the runners, and all the people of the land, and he, they brought the king down from the house of Hashem. They entered via the gate of the runners, which connected the temple to the palace. They went to the king's palace, and Yo'ash sat at the royal throne at the age of seven. All the people of the land rejoiced at the restoration of a king from the Davidic dynasty, and the city was quiet. This was because they put a taliyah to death by sword in the king's palace. We will now continue learning about what happened to Yehoash.